The Rudy Giuliani Show. Good afternoon. This is Rudy Giuliani, and we are bringing you The Rudy Giuliani Show. And I want to thank you very, very much for, um, for tuning in, because today we are going to talk about something extraordinarily important. Uh, over the last five years, there has been a persistent, constant, enormously effective destruction of uh, our United States Constitution, in particular our Bill of Rights. And it's been done, uh, oh, I would say with a plan, and it's been done uh, very effectively because our sellout media uh, doesn't cover it, whether they know it's happening or not, whether they attribute it to this is necessary to defeat Trump, which I can't understand what this has to do with defeating Trump, destroying our Constitution. Um, and they uh, don't point it out to you. Today, I just happened to have some time, so I compared uh, the New York Times to uh, the new Epoch Times, which comes out on Wednesday, and it's as if they're reporting on two different worlds. Uh, the, the New York Times says nothing about the effort by traitorous Democrats who are attempting to disqualify Donald Trump uh, under the 14th Amendment, Section 3, Clause 1, Subsection 3, <laughs> if you'd like to get uh, precise, like I had to do when I argued in appellate courts, uh, which allows uh, for the disqualification from public office of people who engaged in a revolution, insurrection, or gave, uh, or gave aid and comfort to the enemy. This was a Civil War amendment uh, put there to keep the uh, Confederate uh, um, soldiers and those who fought against the Union uh, out of government. It contained a, um, a bailout provision in which the uh, uh, Congress could vote to lift it, I guess, in cases of extraordinary circumstances, someone who was very necessary or someone who had very little involvement, whatever. But... It was specifically for that. It is true it has language of general application. By that I mean uh, it didn't say just for the Civil War. Uh, it was immediately uh, uh, construed, uh, interpreted by the court, and, uh, and made clear that this was not a self-executing statute. In other words, um, you couldn't just decide by yourself if you were a governor or a secretary, you're just going to remove somebody from the ballot. Uh, that that a person had to have uh, at, at least minimal due process, and what that meant was you had to get a hearing officer or a judge, or a, and you had to make a record and you had to prove that the person was engaged in the civil war or an insurrection or a revolution or gave uh, comfort to the enemy. You had to prove it. You couldn't just say it. Well, apparently that's all they want to do is just say it. Now, isn't this remarkably similar to what uh, Smith and Fanny Fanny uh, wants uh, is trying to do to uh, Donald Trump in Washington and to Donald Trump and to me and to Meadows and to Eastman? Uh, they're trying. They're trying to say that uh, we were lying 
when we were saying that, that we believe there was a stolen uh, election or there, that there were ir serious irregularities with the election, even though we have hundreds, if not thousands of pieces of evidence that support what we're saying. Now, remember, that doesn't mean that every one of those pieces of evidence is true. Evidence is not necessarily true or false. The jury decides whether the evidence is true or false. Not, uh, not, uh, not Commissar Smith or uh, L, L, L Dictator uh, Fanny. The jury decides that. So my contention that the people who came to me and said they saw lots of ballots that looked like phony ballots because they were absentee ballots that had never been folded, I could, I could credit their testimony. In other words, I didn't have to say, oh, you're a bunch of liars. Well, first of all, I didn't think they were a bunch of liars. And second, as his lawyer, uh, I, I have the obligation of uh, giving him the benefit of the doubt, or even more than that, of seeing the facts in the light most favorable to my client. Otherwise, you can't be a lawyer. Otherwise, you are betraying your oath of office as a lawyer, which, of course, they do every single day and have been doing for quite some time and get away with it because the bar associations are woke, seriously woke and on their side and are probably some some of the problem here, uh, including doing nothing about the fact that uh, uh, Donald Trump and his anyone on his side has a terrible time getting a lawyer, which is completely anti-American and indicates how anti-American the bar associations have become because they haven't taken that up as a cause. Uh, at any other time in American history, that would have been a major cause. So this idea that they can disqualify him for insurrection. Now, they're talking about the, the allegations made by Trump, me, Eastman, whatever, about the election. They say were false even though we say they were true, and we have a bunch of evidence supporting us that they don't agree with. Now, let's look at this uh, thing about insurrection. How are they going to claim he was involved in an insurrection? Isn't that going to be dismissed immediately? First of all, they, 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 uh, they either interviewed or arrested a thousand people. That effort was to prove insurrection. You know, you know how many people they charged with an insurrection? None. You know how many people they convicted of insurrection? Of course not. So exactly who did Trump do this insurrection with? Not these people, otherwise they'd have been charged with it. Uh, don't you remember the impeachment? The impeachment included insurrection. He was acquitted. That means he was found not guilty. Uh, not only that, I think if we went back and we looked at if we looked at Smith's investigation, or I can recall his questioning of me, and, uh, or I can go back to Fanny Fanny and her, her well, of course, she didn't do the questioning. So she had somebody else do it. Neither did Smith, by the way. Who knows if they can question? They're so bitter and angry and deranged, it's hard to know. If, I'm talking about Trump derangement syndrome. I don't know if they really are lawyers, because they don't think logically like lawyers. But uh, where's... Where's the slightest bit of proof 
that this was an insurrection. Uh, 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 th there's nobody guilty of it after a $40 million investigation. Uh, they don't charge Trump with it. When they charge him with everything imaginable, including spitting on the sidewalk, they don't charge anybody else with it. They don't intend to prove it in court. I mean, this is about as cheap a shot as you can make. The, the, the attorney general, Democrat in New Hampshire, is going to say it was an insurrection. And based on that, you can throw a man who is the leading candidate, if not, uh, I mean, is either the leading candidate or tied for the leading candidate for president of the United States. I mean, bare minimum, 45 percent of the American people want him to be president, possibly 55 percent. And uh, Democrats are going to make up insurrection and take him off. Do you realize they are acting like communists? Do you realize they are acting like Nazis? Do you realize they are acting like you act in a totalitarian, dictatorial state? And would you please wake up and stop voting for them? They're not going to stop trashing your rights in order to preserve their power because they are, they are insane with power and their avariciousness has become out of control. They now see a president who made bare minimum 50 million selling out his office and he's sitting fat and happy on the beach. Nothing's happened to him. Meanwhile, another guy who it's hard to figure out what crime he's charged with. People ask me, what's the crime? I said, I don't know. Meanwhile, that guy is being tortured, persecuted, and everybody around him is being made bankrupt. And they, ca and they can't describe the crime. My crime was I represented him. And I argued that the election was stolen. And I had evidence for it. They can run around and say there was insurrection, uh, investigate a thousand people, not charge insurrection, investigate him, not charge insurrection, and lose their insurrection count on the impeachment. And they can go around saying, and they're not lying? So why isn't Smith investigating them for uh, deliberately and maliciously interfering in your right to vote? Somewhere around half of you want to vote for Donald Trump. He tells you you can't because you don't count. This isn't a government of the people. It's a government of the Biden regime, of the Democrat regime. You get to do what they tell you to do. No, no, you can't vote for Trump. This is what they used to do in Soviet Russia. They threw people off the ballot who had a chance of getting 10 votes. This is what they used to do in Nazi Germany. This is what they do do in Venezuela. We've got some pretty bad things that have happened in this country. I think Professor Turley is right. This may be by far the worst. And they have gone way off. They've gone way off the charts of democracy, a nation of laws, of decency. You've got to save our country, my friends. You have got to save our country. They are destroying it. When you can throw the leading candidate of the Republican Party off the ballot for something that you tried to prove and you couldn't, then uh, we're not a nation of laws anymore. I mean, it's not as if we're going to become 
uh, a dictatorship. In many respects, we're no different than a dictatorship. And the dictator is the man who doesn't know where the hell he is, sitting in his beach chair, <laughs> trying to build sandcastles, but doesn't know how to do it. Well, it's Rudy Giuliani, and I'll be back with you in a minute. Every day, we rise, challenging ourselves to work for what we believe in. At U.S. Border Patrol, protecting our borders is more than a job. It's a calling. Agents answer the call, working together to keep our country and communities safe. If you are ready for a new mission, join U.S. Border Patrol and go beyond. Learn more at cbp.gov careers. Hi, it's Lou Dobbs for Priority Gold, America's precious metals dealer. These are volatile times with high inflation, soaring debt, wars on multiple continents, and rising financial stress. Central banks are buying gold to diversify their reserves, so are many Americans. Call Priority Gold and find out how precious metals can help you diversify your portfolio. They're highly rated and happy to help. Call 1-866-303-6357 or get a free gold guide at PriorityGoldGuide.com. That's Priority PriorityGoldGuide.com. The former mayor of New York City, Rudy Giuliani. On the Red Apple Podcast Network. This is Rudy Giuliani back with you on the Rudy Giuliani Show. And we have a call from a gentleman named Joe Rogan. And we're going to find out if it's the Joe Rogan. And we're going to put him on. Joe, how are you? Shows have been great recently, brother man. Now, are you really the Joe him. Rogan? It's not him. No, it's not him. No, I think he disappeared. Thought, yeah, yeah. Now, Joe Rogan has never uh, talked that briefly his entire life. Right. Because, you see, if we put him on, he may, be, he may have stayed on until John show. I mean, I, he, like Rush Limbaugh, is remarkable in the sense that he can have these two-hour and three-hour, so many times they're interviews, but sometimes it's just Joe. And people used to wonder about, now I, I don't know Joe well, but I knew Rush was a very close friend. In fact, I, I was almost trained with Rush. Rush was uh, being trained for his national radio stuff by uh, Roger Ailes. Roger had a place on 10th Avenue and uh, and 43rd Street, nice little studio. And uh, he was training me to be a candidate. He ran my 89 campaign. And he was working with Rush because Rush was beginning his national broadcast. So he was giving us a lot of pointers. And for me, how to change from a, from a lawyer to a politician in terms of communication and emote more. Uh, it's not as logical a, a, a communication. It's more about how people feel about something. And in the case of, of, of Rush, it was about Rush had, been, had, had a big sports background and he wanted him to con convert it into a lot of politics. And uh, also, I think one of the things that, that Roger did for Rush that was one of the keys to his success, of course, his enormous intellect was one of them, his sense of humor. Rush was one of the funniest guys on the air. People used to wonder, why do people listen to him for three hours? Because every th five minutes, they're laughing their heads off. He's making an imitation. He's making a joke that's so funny, you've got to think about it for ten minutes. 
Uh, Rogan's a lot like that. I think that's why he does so well. So I, uh, let me right now, before, before we go any further, remind you that the big Tunnel the Towers Foundation walk run is coming up on Sunday, September 24th, and all of us here at WABC are encouraging our loyal listeners to donate to our individual teams. That's right. You can go to wabcradio.com slash walk and click on my picture to donate. Please help me raise the most money here at the station for the amazing Tunnel the Towers Foundation walk run. Let's never forget those that help America's heroes. And the Tunnel to Towers Foundation, you know, is very, very near and dear to me. Let's raise some money, please, for our veterans, for our first responders and 9-11 victims. WABCradio.com slash walk. And click on my picture, no matter how difficult that is. It's for a good cause. Well, May, again, back to Joe Rogan. Um, a lot of people listen to him because he's also very controversial. Like, he'll have some controversial people on his podcast and talk to them for, like, three for five hours when other people won't have them like on mainstream radio so i feel like that's what the big appeal is to joe rogan but, but i mean he was you, you got to go back a while though with him before he got into politics he didn't do that much politics he would do like social commentary right i mean he, he he's i mean he's a he's a phenomenon the guy's his guy is the well, is a phenomenon he also claims he's not conservative but he definitely leans to well, right. he wasn't yeah well He's become he's become conservative, and even his position on the stolen election evolved, which in many ways is very very powerful, because he didn't come at it as a you know just a true believer. Mm-hmm. He had to analyze the facts and come to that position. So you wonder how a lot of people are still like condemning those of us who felt strongly that there was a stolen election. At least they could get to the viewpoint that it was a reasonable position to take, and we're not a bunch of maniacs. That's right. They've criminalized the act of even raising concerns, legitimate concerns that others have made. You know, you know, Chet. It's more than even criminalizing. They've made it like you're a traitor. You're right. And it's just the opposite. It's important to point that out. You know something? It's just the opposite. If well, we're going to be back in a in in just a few minutes, and we're going to get to your calls. And uh, gosh, we got plenty to cover today. In all the damage this guy's doing, (laughs) we'll be right back. Rudy Giuliani on the Red Apple Podcast Network. It's Rudy Giuliani back with you on the Rudy uh, Giuliani show. And I think that uh, all of us are surprised that President Biden is not coming to the September 11 ceremonies. Um, But, you know, the president has other places to go. Usually uh, other presidents who didn't come would go to a ceremony either at Shanksville or at the Pentagon, but uh, this president is choosing to ignore completely uh, uh, September 11. Uh, He's going to have a ceremony somewhere in the Pacific, uh, just himself. Now, I don't want to say anything nasty like, uh, I guess I'm glad he's not coming. The one time he did come, if you look at the picture, I have a picture of it right here. I'm looking at the people standing in the front with him. And even though they have masks on, I can recognize them. I don't remember a single one of them on September 11. Like, I don't remember Bill Clinton being there. 
Hillary wasn't there that day. Neither was Barack and Mrs. Obama, uh, Joe and his wife. Uh, Mike Bloomberg is there, but I mean, Mike did help greatly and he deserves to be there, but he wasn't there that day. Uh, I think that's Pelosi and Schumer. Schumer, uh, who usually arrives everywhere and pushes his way to the front, didn't push his way to the front that day. Hmm. Uh, he did actually one time almost throw Hillary off a, off a, a ledge trying to get to the camera. Uh, the only person I see in the back is a former fire commissioner, Bruno. Uh, and that's it, of all these people. So you know where Tom Von Essen and uh, Bernie Carrick and um, the chiefs of the department and who almost died that day, you know where they are? Oh, they're all the way in the back and could hardly see anything. Well, Mayor, you know why Joe Biden is not coming. Joe Biden's not coming because 2,000 families. Right. Now just think of what percentage that is of the people. 2,000 families have written saying, uh, don't let Khalid Sheikh Mohammed get away with being executed. Uh, and, they, and they say that you are our president and we ask that you prioritize the interests of the victims of the 9-11 terrorist attacks over those of Khalid Sheikh Mohammed or other terrorists that you not bow to the demands of an embarrassed government officials willing to sacrifice transparency in favor of reputation and that you continue to support us in our search for truth and justice. Now, that was a really useless letter to write. I don't think Biden ever knew what truth and justice was. And he certainly he runs a government that is the antithesis of truth and justice. And he is one miserable human being. And it, it probably is better that he's not there because he would stain the place. Uh, a president that takes the kind of bribes that he takes, the president who sells out our country to China, uh, the president who uh, lies, uh, you know, more often than he tells the truth. And the president who cares so much about our military that yesterday he did the unpardonable thing of just walking out on a on a Medal of Honor w winner. It was could have been. I mean, I've seen him do some really disgusting things, but he puts the uh, he puts the medal on him, had a hard time doing it. Uh, and you expect he's going to say something or even chit chat with him. He just turns around and he walks out right through the crowd. And you, you got, and these are all his uh, suck, you know, su uh, these are the people who suck as you know what. And uh, they're looking at him like, what the hell are you doing? Well, I don't know if it was, again, his uh, complete lack of empathy or feeling for people, like, not not even mentioning Maui for th for two weeks and staying on the beach, never going to New Palestine, uh, the cruel things he says about MAGA people, the uh, the cruel the cru his cruelty to his granddaughter. I don't know if it was that or he was just in another world, like McConnell. You know, he was in he was in senility, dementia world, but he just walked right out. I mean, tonight if you watch my show at eight on. Oh, go to X yeah, or Twitter um, and you'll see, you, uh, we'll show you a picture of it. I mean, it's startling. Uh, you know, if he wasn't the president, I think somebody would have smacked him in the mouth.
Oh, Mayor, maybe he was concerned that Dr. Dr. Jill Biden had COVID, so he wanted to do the ceremony quickly. And he Why wasn't to get he wearing a mask? Oh, whoa, that, that's a good question. Why wasn't he wearing a mask? Isn't he, isn't he a, 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 a possible carrier? I mean, he does. he's with her all the time. She has it. Uh, I think I remember enough back during the, uh, uh, the COVID dictatorship that if you were near somebody that had it, I think you had to lock yourself in the bathroom for five weeks, right? I think it was 15 days, but now in the bathroom, right? Now, you now come it's, out of the right, bathroom, right? Or the basement? They could throw you food in there, right? Where Joe Biden likes to stay, the basement. But yeah. now it's five days, so maybe he should have been in quarantine, and maybe he should have postponed that Medal of Honor ceremony, and did the right thing. That's just my opinion. My opinion. Or maybe he should have worn a, ma- a mask. Or- maybe. The man is an old man. I mean, the man, the man, what, the man is in his eighties or nineties, right? right? Right. But do masks work? We don't know. Fauci, of course they don't. Fa- Fauci flip flops all the time. I'm so confused, Lord Fauci. So, Doctor yeah. Doctor Maria had me up to date on this from day one, yeah. because she had begun preparing our hospital uh, before anybody knew about it, because she had had an incident back with another one five years before. New Hampshire didn't have enough stuff. She got enough for herself and the rest of New Hampshire. And she was ready for it. And in a way, when it, when it wasn't happening, she was worried. Well, she said, you know, it'll, I'll, I'll need it eventually. And this stuff like masks and stuff wear out. Uh, then all of a sudden when it hit, she was immediately on top of it. She got the lab right away. Like she started laughing when they talked about them. They were eating monkeys. <laughs> bats. Immediate, bats, right. Bats, sorry, bats. They were eating bats. Immediately checked with people in China. Who said that area of China, there's only one area of China about a thousand miles away where they actually eat bats. It's very, very rare. Meanwhile, they had the Wuhan coronavirus laboratory. Yeah, that was leaking stuff out for five years that the United Kingdom had quit because it was such a lousy laboratory. Uh, And the only reason we were doing it there was it was a good place for Fauci to hide his breaking the rule that he shouldn't be doing gain of function. Oh, he did, mayor, he didn't do that. Obama prohibited him from doing it. He was screwing Obama. <laughs> well, there's no way the coronavirus was released from a uh, coronavirus bats. lab in Wuhan. It was the bats. It was the bats. From that open market uh, down wet, the road. There was an open wet market down that the road, it, that, mayor, that, with that, bats and that, some other and One day of investigation revealed... They don't even know what bats were. <laughs> they never sold a bat. And who eats a bat? People in southern China. <laughs> oh, okay. Not people up in Wuhan. There are people in China. In fact, bat is a, yeah, bat they, they, would, they, they, they brought bats yeah. up from southern China yeah. and had them in the Wuhan laboratory. The only place there that had bats was in the Wuhan laboratory. Do the you think... Right. Do you think... That's the place it came from. The only they place that had bats. Well, Mayor, wait, wait. Coronavirus. Hold on, Mayor. We couldn't even figure out where cocaine came from in the White House. What makes you think we could think about where ba- where Wuhan virus that's a came good, from? That's a good point. Come on, Mayor. The that's, same people must have been investigating the both both cases. The, the, yeah, those people investigate a lot. They, they've been investigating Hunter and Joe for five years now. Come on, Mayor. How well, dare us? You know what I'm really happy about? There was an article the day before yesterday. I didn't note it, but... Chicago rapper Badman Keo says, make America rich again. Uh, your choice is between make America rich again or Sleepy Joe. <laughs> uh, Biden actually got me paying a lot of taxes. 
This is my second Trump tattoo. <laughs> he credited Trump for springing him from jail since a month earlier. Rapper Chief Keefe hailed the ex-president to his 8.8 .8 million followers. He good in the hood. <laughs> the love so our, our guy wrote. <laughs> he good and how about how about Buffalo rapper Benny the Butcher oh. posted on Voting Trump 2024 in a viral notice that generated well over one million views on X. Mm. Almost like me. That's yeah, right. He's getting there. He's, he's, getting getting there. he's catching up right. to the mayor. He's catching and they up. asked him why, and he says he's a cool, rich guy. <laughs> he has gold toilets. I think they saw a kindred spirit in him. Um, and YG, known for the anthem F Donald Trump, said last month that the black community has had a change of heart. Thank God. I ain't going to lie, bro. The black community is not effing with Trump, but when this PPPS and all that S came out, black people forgave him. YG said in an August 1 taping, the YouTube show this past weekend. I ain't going to lie to you, bro. The black community is not effing with Trump. Black people forgave him because of all that he did for them. Look, he was willing to speak. The yeah, they are. And after decades of... I have no idea how good they are, how famous they are. They're, they're very famous, Mayor. You actually did a tremendous job announcing those names and all that stuff. So, good for you. You're going to get a new audience now. You think my daughter will be proud of me? Your daughter... Well, you're woke right now. You're very woke. Oh, please don't say that. <laughs> well, I'll have to go to a confession if I'm woke. No, you're not, you're not that woke. But, yeah, <laughs> Mayor, these are very famous rappers. And, uh, what, you know, should be, what should be done for Biden... Uh, walking out on uh, a Medal of Honor winner. I mean, shouldn't he be given some kind of punishment? I mean, if he had a mother, she should spank him. I mean, come on, walking out on a Medal of Honor winner? Maybe Jill's going to have to walk Can't they give him a, a medicine so he doesn't do that stuff? Isn't it time? No it, ice cream, Mayor. No ice cream. Isn't it time, isn't it time though, that he, that he gets the hell out of the job if he's walking out on Medal of Honor winners? Come on. It's got to be, right? I don't know. I just don't know. So do we have? Oh, good. Here it is. Okay. So let's see. What do we have here? Oh, let's go to BB. BB. Hi, Mr. Mc. Hi. Am I on the air? You are on the air, BB. Good to talk <laughs> Thank to you. you. My call. I just want to say you? Um, I How's support you. I'm okay. I'm taking it day by day. You know. Good. Thank God you bless you and God bless mom. Yeah, supporting my mother Barbara from Harlem who has passed, as oh, you know. Great lady. You, you are too, by the way. Thank you, uh, Mr. Mayor. I appreciate it. I also want to know want you to know that I support you 100. percent The Democrats are acting like communists. And I support President Trump 100%. So is there anything we can do or I can do on my end, please let me know. Because this is outrageous. Well, I live in the black community. I'm an African-American. And a lot of us are going to vote for Trump. So we're, we're ready. We're going to be on the ground pushing for Trump. Yeah, I mean, I, I, read, that, I read that stuff about the, uh, the rappers. But I, I, do, I do believe that a lot of people are going to vote for Trump. And I think you can also ask Dr. Maria and Ted this.
but because they're with me a lot. I have a lot of African Americans come up to me to tell me that. I mean, more than I more more than ever before. It's uh, I I mean you can never tell with a sampling like that, but it's, it seems like something's going on, uh, uh, Barbara. In the community, in the community, it seems like it seems like this guy, whoever it was, uh, said things are changing and it seems like something really is going on. Am I right? No, you're absolutely right. My mother, before she passed, she talked to people here in Newark at ShopRite and a number of them said they're going to vote for Trump deep in the hood. They're voting for President Trump. And that has a Democrat scared. And in spite of everything they're throwing at President Trump. We are voting for this man because of the, because he puts America first. Under Trump, all boats were lifted. Black unemployment was at its lowest rate in history. Blacks did very well under Trump, and so we want to go back to that. No, thank so God. God bless you. God my bless you. If anyone else out there wants to help me continue her legacy, I do have a Barbara from Harlem Memorial Fund on GoFundMe. Because I want Please. to continue her message, sending the declar- giving the Declaration of Independence and Constitution at black colleges and universities, talking to people in Harlem and 125th Street. My mother did all that. She went to Howard. She went to Bethune Cookson in Daytona to talk to the students. And I want to continue her rich legacy. No, no, she was she was a, a force of nature, and uh, you're representing wow. her very, very well, Barbara. God bless you. God bless you. Uh, let's go to um, let's go to Frank in Brooklyn. Good afternoon, good afternoon, Mr. Mayor. Hi, Frank. How are you? I'm well, Mr. Mayor. I'm going to be brief. I'm a New Yorker, um, and 22 years ago, I was an older father with two kids in a crib, two boys. One was a year and change, and the other one was just born a couple of a couple of months short of 9/11. And I'm not bragging or blowing my own horn. I don't know how people are going to take this, but there are very, very few times I've ever been scared in my life. That was one of them. And and it wasn't so much what was going on, but, you know, that was the impetus to it. But it was more that I didn't know how I was going to be able to handle my family to reassure them. What got me through it, Mr. Mayor, was you. Now, I don't know, and, and, and I don't mean that. I mean that sincerely. You know, I don't know if I'll ever get a chance to shake your hand and thank you properly. This may be as best as I'm ever going to do, but this is one that I scratch off the bucket list. It's always been my intention. Oh, Frank, I bet you're, you're that, mag- I, I mean that sincerely. Thank you so very well, come much. Come by the Chris. studio one day, all right? I would I, like to shake your hand, okay? And I, it, I can't tell you, probably don't have the words to tell you how much that means to me. We're going to have to take a break now. A hard break and with the mayor's final thoughts when we come back. But, Frank, that was one of the nicest things anyone ever said to me. Thank you. Sincerity, sir. God bless you and your family. Thank you, sir. America's Mayor, Rudy Giuliani. This is Rudy Giuliani, and I'm back with the mayor's final thoughts, sponsored by Tunnel to Towers, T2T.org. I talked about Tunnel to Towers earlier and you're uh, calling in and sponsoring uh, one of the teams, hopefully mine, for the, for, for the run that's coming up. But now what I'm asking you to do is to become part of the team and uh, send in $11 per month to T2T.org and you'll be participating, among other things, 
in making sure that smart homes are built for catastrophically injured uniform members and that uh, mortgages are paid for those uh, whose families are left uh, devastated by uh, the loss of their loved one on the line of duty. And Frank uh, Siller and, and his people are there right away. And, and that check is not just a, a, a much-needed financial support. It is even more-needed moral support. And you want to be, you, you definitely want to be part of that. I mean, I know you do, because the people who listen to WABC and this show are patriotic Americans. They're, they're the ones who love this country. And there are more of us, believe me. I know there are haters, too many, but... There are people that still love this country and the people who sacrifice for them. So uh, I really have to go back to where we started because Professor Turley is really correct. Of all the things they've done, and some of them are devastating, they've destroyed the right to counsel for people who are conservative or particularly people who are Trump or supporters of Trump. Uh, my... Uh, Without knowing it, years ago they did it. The, the day that I began representing Donald Trump, or just about the day that I began representing Donald Trump, which was way back in 2018, something like that, 18, I think. Well, in any event, from that, from that day on, they went and they uh, took my uh, iCloud account. They spied on it. They just went and took it, never told me got a secret warrant with an affidavit that I've never seen. And for three years, they saw everything on, uh, on my cell phone, on my iPad, and I, I used that almost exclusively. And uh, that didn't include just Donald Trump. It included my other clients, my family, my political uh, engagements, my businesses. Uh, they, they then, as you know, uh, without any warning, came in uh, one day and uh, raided my house, my apartment. And the one that shocked me the most was my law office. I knew at that point that the right to counsel was dead in Biden's uh, America, uh, that it just didn't exist anymore. Now we know for sure. Look at all the lawyers that have been prosecuted for being lawyers. I mean, Professor Eastman's uh, theory is, is a heck of a lot more valid than the theory that you can knock somebody off uh, for uh, being involved in an insurrection that never happened. In fact, uh, whoever is uh, proposing that should be immediately indicted. Let's see how, how fair and honest they are. Well, God bless you. We'll be back tomorrow. God bless America.